Hello! Oh my gosh, welcome along to this episode of Live with Lil, the podcast. Get ready for some slamming doors and stamping upstairs because we are a teenager. Oh my gosh, remember, so stressful. We are 13! (laughs) But yes, this is episode 13! Can you believe it? We are going to watch along episode 113 of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. titled Tracks. I realised that if you were to join sort of halfway, sort of now, listening to this podcast, it might not be overly clear what it is. And just thought that as I was listening to last week's. So this is an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. watch along podcast and how it goes down is I watch along to the episode with people in front of and behind the camera but that were involved in the episode somehow and with the show somehow and my aim of doing these is to help to maybe demystify the industry a little bit show all the pathways that you can work in it and hopefully share some inspirational journeys that whether you want to go into the film industry or not you can still be inspired to maybe follow your dream or maybe just keep going with something that might feel a little bit difficult at the time or that you might not see see a way into it or indeed a way out of it so that's what this podcast is so we watch along to each episode and we chat about the episode and then I mean let's be honest regular listeners we do tend to veer off the episode quite often, so you don't have to be watching the episode at the same time, but hopefully it gives fresh insights and some juicy BTS and just, yeah, maybe humanises the whole experience and industry a little bit. And I get to introduce you to some of my most famous people, although famous people? <laughs> oh no, I get to introduce you to some of my most favourite people. It's because I'm thinking about this week's guest, Clark Gregg, who is a most famous person and also a most favourite person of mine. He's so wonderful. He, of course, plays Agent Philip Coulson on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Marvel movies galore. He's amazing. He's a mentor of mine still and I'm just so excited to have him on solo. Well, Zachary Babel is there, obviously. My left ear also is currently, I can't hear out of it for some reason. So I feel like I'm half underwater. You know, when you lie in the bath and you just put one of your ears underwater, that is how I feel. So it somehow makes my brain not work as quickly. So this is going to be fun. This week, one thirteen, as I have mentioned, we are a teenager. It is titled Tracks, and the logline is, the team tries to confiscate an important device on a train, but when one agent takes a very risky move that backfires, the entire team is affected. It was written by Lauren LaFranc and Rafe Judkins, and the director was Paul A. Edwards. This episode also, I mean, there's so many things in this episode. It is a brilliant episode. I'd forgotten how amazing, just as an episode it is, because I always remember it as the one that Stan Lee is in, which just makes it incredible. Let me read you a bio of Stan Lee. Stan Lee was born on December the 28th, 1922. 
He passed away November the 12th, 2018. He was an American comic book writer, editor, publisher and producer. He rose through the ranks of a family-run business to become Marvel Comics' primary creative leader for two decades, leading its expansion from a small division of a publishing house to a multimedia corporation that dominated the comics industry. In collaboration with others at Marvel, particularly co-writer-artist Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko, he co-created numerous popular fictional characters, including superheroes Spider-Man, the X-Men, Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk, Black Widow, the Fantastic Four, Black Panther, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Charlotte Witch, Ant-Man. I mean, he is a legend and just the most brilliant, witty, quick, fun human being. And it was a total, a total honour to work with him on this episode. And it was such a huge reason of why I asked Clark to be on this week because we got to share a scene with the most incredible Stan Lee. I have a YouTube video about what it was like to work with him. It was just incredible. I always remembered this episode as having Stan Lee in it and I'd forgotten about the episode as a whole was also just amazing. So I'm really excited to watch it this week with Clark, who I'm just so happy to see him. I mean, we talk a lot, but it'll be lovely just to sort of, it's been a while since I've done a watch along with him. So I'm really excited that Clark can be here. And of course, Zach Abel will be monitoring the chat. So he is in our combo as well, obviously, but he monitors the chat also. And so we'll bring in questions from that. People have them. I'm sure people will have lots of questions. This week, in our little intro, I would love to play some voices because I realised I hadn't played any voices last week. So, I'm going to get on with it because, you know, we ain't got all day. So, which one did I want to... Oh, right! Okay. So, this is a follow-up. Oh my gosh, there's so many. Okay. So, Patricia was saying about her mic and that what she was going to call it. Anyway, this is an update about that. Hi, Elizabeth. So I am now recording this little voicey for you with my newly named microphone, Izel. So to whoever who suggested that name for Liam, I am now taking it. It's now mine. I apologize and I love you for it. So yeah, Liam now has a microphone buddy, Izel. So I have a microphone because I use um, Zoom for meetings. I have a lot of online things. And um, I wanted to have better quality audio to whoever is on the other end of my meeting so that they can hear me clearly, of course. So, yeah. And I also sometimes may have used it for recording my voice every now and again um, for, like, songs and stuff, you know, just for fun. And, um, yeah, my family has used it on and off for recording other stuff as well. So that's why I have a microphone. So I hope 111 push us through next week so I love you I'm running out in a second so bye love you Patricia thank you for the update so I wanted to know why she had a microphone and maybe that she had a podcast but so professional it's for the zoom meetings and also to record yourself sometimes which I absolutely love you know send me a song I was half expecting a song to come at the end of that thank you for the inside info I love that you went with Izel. I just, I think that was such a brilliant name. If you've not watched season six yet, you will get it. You'll understand why it's such a brilliant name for a microphone. My microphone is called Liam, in case you're not caught up. We had a whole thing about naming things. Talking of naming, 
Vicky Carter, who actually sent quite a few voices. But I'm just going to play this first one, Vicky, because you have a really great point. I really don't know what's going on. I've tried to do this a few times, but I've been trying to sleep for like three hours and my insomnia's kicked in. Anyway, I am watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to try and sleep, um, which is always kind of like weird because then I end up dreaming about aliens and like I have Fitzsimmons and Coulson in my dreams. And it really is like another episode in my head. It's crazy. Anyway, anyway, I came on to say that it's really bugging me, like for the past half an hour. Um, why, why you keep saying little pod, right? Because you wouldn't say leopard, you'd say leopard. So I think it should be leopard, but then that's. Oh, Vicky got cut off. She did come to do a couple more, but (laughs) Vicky, number one, it really comforts me that as you go to sleep, you like to be listening to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm going to choose not to take offence to it that it sends you off to sleep. Although, what you're watching must be quite exciting because you say that you cannot fall asleep. I sort of love that. And I also love that then you dream about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. What great dreams. And that it's like having another episode in your dream. That's kind of an amazing life hack to have dreams that you would find exciting and interesting. And I love that Fitzsimmons would be in your dreams. Oh, gosh. And that's such a good idea with your favourite TV show. I'm going to do that with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., obviously. And maybe other ones that you just go, oh, I'm going to... I'm going to choose what I fall asleep to and then fingers crossed you dream about it and sort of have a bonus episode all to yourself. Love that as an idea. Also, yeah, you make such a great point. It shouldn't be lil pods. It should be, how do you say it? Leopards. Lilpids. Should be lilpids, right? Lil pods. I don't know why. <laughs> really good point. I can understand why that would have been bugging you as a collective name of people that love, I guess the podcast and the YouTube of Live with Lil and just a following along on this journey with me. We have a, oh my gosh, what's it called? It's not a ship name, is it? Oh my gosh, what is it? It's my ear. It's because my ear's blocked. It's sort of cut off half my brain. Oh gosh, what do we call it? A community name, but it wasn't that. Oh, anyway, it was Lil and Leopard because I love leopards. Anyway, it should be Lilpads, not lilpards. You're so right. Thank you so much for the heads up, Vicky. My special lilpad. <laughs> okay, this next one is from Hannah and it's so lovely. Thank you, Hannah. Hi, Elizabeth. Just wanted to say thank you so much for doing these live streams. I've been tuning in since uh, episode one of season seven this past summer. Um, and I've just really enjoyed all the insight that the live streams give as far as into the behind the scenes of the show and everything. I'm still a fairly new fan. I only I binged it before season seven in April of this year. So it's been a crazy past six or seven months. But yeah, I just want to say thank you for doing these amazing live streams. Um, I'm actually in my final semester of college right now with a biology degree. That's only one of the many, many reasons I love Simmons. But yeah, I'll be hitting um, final exams in about two weeks. So it's pretty stressful. But these lives are a highlight of my week. And 
I've just enjoyed um, watching them with some friends too. Over the past few weeks, I've been doing that. And so just a really great part of the week. And yeah, so thank you. Hannah! Oh, the real life Simmons in training. Best of luck with all your exams. What a stressful time anyway. And then whack onto that, a bunch of exams. So best of luck. Um, Just channel Simmons and just know whatever happens, you're on the right path. Thank you for your kind words. I love that you watch the lives with friends. It's quite a good way to connect, maybe. Maybe see each other in the chat or whatever. Um, That's so lovely. Thank you for your voicey. What a gorgeous thing to say. And, oh, I don't know. I was thinking today of planning out the weeks and just going, wow, this is so, this is so many weeks of watching this show. And hearing voices like that just make me, oh, it just makes my heart sing. That's so lovely of you. Thank you so much. Right, this next one just blew my mind with thinking of how far a reach you get with the internet and YouTube and podcasts and everything. And I love that somebody can be listening on the other side of the world like Ali. Hey, yo, I don't know if you ever see this, but I just want to say that Gemma Simmons has inspired me a lot as well as Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's really nice that you are dedicating time and effort to do this weekly live with Will. And I hope that one day in the future I can actually join the Zoom to ask questions and not just be that part of the 100 people um, being in there. So thank you for doing all this and I'll hope to meet you one day i guess bye thank you ali thank you for listening thank you for sending in your voicey so what that what she was saying about um those of you maybe that might be listening for the first time is at the end of the episode when we finished watching it i'll invite a couple of people into the zoom to ask questions and then at the end i have a hundred people limit on my zoom right now so we'll let a hundred people in and we just all see each other's faces and wave goodbye and it's just the most amazing moment. And so yes, Ali, I hope that you get to ask a question at some point, but thank you for your voicey and I love that you are listening all the way over in Singapore. Zach and I have been to Singapore and absolutely loved it, so I hope that we get back soon when, when travel can return a little bit more. Oh gosh, how many can I get through? Oh my gosh, I have to play this next one. Fair warning, it's going to break your heart. Hi, I'm Ella. And I'm Sophia. We are sisters. We have both really enjoyed watching Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was what we looked forward to during quarantine. We were really sad when the show ended. I cried. It has been really cool to hear more about the show through the podcast. We have two questions to ask. What is it like to be in the mindset of your characters? And what was your favorite season to film? Also... My screensavers are pictures from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That is how much I love the show. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Oh my gosh, I can't cope. Oh, Ella and Sophia. The sisters that are shining lights to us all. That was just such a gorgeous message. Thank you. And it just felt like you'd really rehearsed it. I just love it. That is so something me and my sisters would have done and probably would still do and will do. Let's hope you are our, you're our template for doing that in the future. Great questions. Right. I think we end this intro on these questions because 
I could just play these voices all day, actually, but I will get to them all and just know I do listen to them all. If you aren't featured on the podcast, I do listen to them and I love them, but I will get to more next week. What's it like being in the mind of the characters? Oh, I mean, it's lovely and exciting because you get to do stuff that, you know, you might not ordinarily do in real life. So I absolutely love it. It's such a huge part of why I love to act. And my favourite season, uh, season seven was really super favourite. And uh, see, oh gosh, season four I loved with the framework. I want to say season four was framework. And also season six I loved. I think season seven was my favourite favourite just because I felt the most confident and comfortable and also we got to do some crazy stuff and it felt like just such a bonus round and I got to direct an episode so I think seven but oh gosh all of them honestly had their own special things like picking a favourite child. That was such a lovely voice note. I feel like now I have loads more friends in my flat with me. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you for taking the time to send those in. Right, I think it's high time we get to this week's episode. On the little outro, I'm going to be answering some Reddit questions that came in specifically for this episode, but I felt like it might be make sense to have the episode in the middle so then... I can refresh my memory and also they can be a little bit more relevant to you listeners. I am so excited to introduce... Brilliant. Oh gosh, I'm doing a podcast and I can't hear out of one ear and clearly can't speak very well. So we'll just see how this goes. I'm so excited to introduce you to this podcast and Mr. Clark Gregg. Who plays Agent Coulson? Of course, he's just the most incredible friend and mentor. And yeah, I'm so excited. So thank you for being here. Welcome along to the start of our teenagedom with episode 113 titled Tracks. Let's go. Welcome to level seven. This is actually a bit thrilling. Someone really wanted our initials to spell out shield. We have a small but active fan base. We are unstoppable together. You guys are my family. We never move on. We hold that place in our heart, even after we say goodbye. We are not agents of nothing. We are agents of shield. Um, I think we're, I think we're going. I think this, oh no, not quite. Oh, maybe we are. Tell me, tell me before we, are we going? We're going, this is it, we're here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Live with Lil with Clark Craig and Zachary but Abel. Clark, how are you? This is what I do now that I learned to serve. <laughs> Clark, I don't know what it means. Incredible serving. Yeah, you do. It means something good. <laughs> um, we were almost late to this because we were just chit chat chatting away. Catching up. Oh, catching up. It's, um, I feel like we speak quite a lot, Clark, but it's different to see your face. I'm very different. Thank you. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm Constant Zimmer wants to stop by and say hi, so I'm t- just because all roads lead to S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, I told her what I was doing. She was very jealous and she says hi. Oh, hi, Constance. Yeah, we'll have to get Constance on here. So many people that don't come on in the first season that we love. Or is she in season one? No. I think she's season three. Do they all Not meld in to one for you? No, remember? Yeah, because she was... Yeah. She led They're to Ward. Didn't challenge. Ward make it to season three? Well, yeah, he got killed off in season yes. three. And then he came back as the other... 
person. He came back as a good, no, no, that went hive was season three. <laughs> Was it season three? I get mixed up because season four was framework, though, wasn't it? So wasn't he there? For it was a lot of things. It yeah. was just think about this. It was it was Ghostwriter framework. Can't even say framework. It's been a long framework. COVID. <laughs> um, and then it was LMDs. All oh, in that one. Gosh. Oh, because we did the pods. We didn't know what pods were going to be. In those days, you could just go into a different pod, and you wouldn't have to get. <laughs> Test it. <laughs> yeah, go in every pod you liked. We're just going to do COVID jokes for the rest of the time. Thanks for showing up, people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, I spent too much time alone. I I'm getting um, a lot of season three confirmations on here. So on Constance? On Constance, yeah. Okay, we've got a while to go. Um, shall we press play? Because otherwise this will just turn into COVID stand-up. Yeah, let's I'm do it. For. Just skip the recap. Say when. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna check where I am. Let's press play. Let's press play on, on. We'll do count it three, down. Three, two. Uh, this is a practice. <laughs> three, two, one. Play. But that was practice, okay? Oh my three. god! <laughs> I just played. How you successfully played a scientist? <laughs> did you press play yet? Yes, <laughs> I did. I stopped because you said it was practice. Okay, this is the real thing now. Ready? Three. Two, one, play. But <laughs> isn't playing. Oh, the old bus. Wait, you're gonna have to tell me where you are because I'm seeing the play. beginning of the show because I just pressed play. <laughs> I, know, like, I think I'm gonna be like 10 seconds behind because my Apple TV went to sleep. Unless I'm on the wrong episode. Tracks, right? Tracks, yeah, here we yes. are coming into the bus now. You're in the book. Oh my God, Chloe, Chloe Wong Bennett. Oh, oh yes. We're, we're already on the train. Yeah, and now I'm in the command center, are you? <laughs> yeah, that we're breaking it down. Yeah, we're breaking it down. Do you remember that room? How many hours we would be in there and just- Oh my God. Oh, hey. <laughs> Quinn, Quinn. Quinn, the big bad. Yes. Clark, oh you just look at you, OG Colson. That's why when Oh, this is the Italian guy, yes. Yes. Uh, this is such a good episode. I, I watched it today again and um, I love we're at this beautiful Italian cafe which is just on the lot in Culver City that no longer exists. <laughs> Was that on the lot? Oh, damn, Brett. So handsome. Oh, there's Ming. I love when Ming goes undercover with the lipstick, baby. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. God. Chloe I... and Ian backpacking through Europe, which is a show I would actually prefer to see right now. <laughs> hey, there she is. Glasses. Uh, here we are, undercover. undercover. Daddy, daughter. I'm gonna say that I was really, I had had to watch you and Ian get to have all the fun. And I had barely gotten to act with you. Like one scene where I was so like true. talking about your diet. Like, <laughs> were you eating healthy? This was so fun because it was like, I felt like I'd, I'd hit the jackpot. Oh my God, I forgot to press the clock. Oh yes. Sorry people. Uh oh, Madam Ming. Oh, here he is. I'd forgotten oh. that Ward and May were sleeping together. I'd completely forgotten that storyline before watching season one again. 
Oh, and, that's um, right. They were having this thing that she wasn't telling Coulson about. Yes, but then last week she did tell Coulson, and then this week you have a really great scene with Ward where you just kind of break it down for it, which I'm going to get rid of this clock because I pressed it on the wrong time. Um, she totally turned him into an F-boy, if I can say that. <laughs> I think we can say what we want. Um, Clark, this obviously season one. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Ward just took his shirt off. I might gotta want <laughs> concentrate. Okay, I know. ABC nudity people. <laughs> Our highest rated two minutes of episode that season. Not really. Okay. I, know, I forgot how much he used to take his take his kit off. Not nearly as much as he requested, if we can be honest. <laughs> oh yeah. Just I'm kidding. Right. Kidding! Brett! <laughs> We love you, oh, we love you. Climb out the window. So the fun thing about this is on a real train. On a real train in Fillmore, I want to say. Mm -hmm. Fillmore? Uh, yeah, right. Fillmore? Was Fillmore. this the <laughs> I like Fillmore? I like that you British out of syllable wherever you feel like it. In Fillmore. Um, it's just a, it's kind of a dumpy place. No offense to Fillmore or Fillmore. An hour and a half outside of LA where there are absolutely no Italian Alps, which Mark Kolpak put in afterwards. Oh, good old Mark Kolpak. Oh, look how young Ian looks. Was this the train that had a certain aroma to it once it got going? Was that a different train? That was this you train. You know, did this, did this train have that? This same or similar train was used in the season seven episode. And that one got super stinky. I didn't remember this happening that day, did it? like um there was always a real toilet situation whether it was we can't use it or someone used it and now it stinks or it's emptying the cargo on the track so then all of a sudden it stinks i just remember it being very hot and a oh. little bit smelly and was i'm gonna have to count on the the younger cast member to tell me <laughs> what happened to me then because all I because I was completely surprised when that devastated us season seven. <laughs> oh right. No, I think was it the same train? What? Um it's the same. It's there's many trains in Fillmore. <laughs> How about Fillmore? And in Fillmore. <laughs> um Zach made a good point before we came on. That is this the mid-season finale of season one? One thirteen? Yes, just waiting on May 6th. I, I did, was not familiar with the, the mid-season finales of it all. I thought 11 was. 22 episodes. Uh, well, I tell you. <laughs> you guys know both the, are rocking the, the glasses, by the oh way. Oh my gosh, I love oh, this hey. scene. It was so this was that one where I said, I'm wearing glasses. And Elizabeth said, I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> and we did we 45 rounds of rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I every one of them. So, and hence, historically, we both have, yours are really good. It was a tie. It was, I bet I there was- I love so this whole to bit too. Oh, it's so fun. And Who just, wrote this one? Uh, Rafe Judkins and Lauren oh, Lafranc. The fabulous. The fabulous duo. I feel like it's, this one is because we kind of- Wait, wait, you're going back. great okay. bit. Oh, you're shaming me for all my prostitutes. <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm behind. <laughs> oh, and there's Stan the Manly. Oh, can oh, we talk God. about that? Yes. Because did you, had you worked with him before? I had. I had, that? I had, he had been around. Oh, he just. He's right. The best. 
Oh, you're just shaming me so bad. I mean, it wasn't that many prostitutes. I felt, I felt you were so good. I felt terribly guilty the whole time, <laughs> even before the ashes. Oh my God, the poor woman. Um, yeah, Stan had been around. One of the first Marvel television shows was Ultimate Spider-Man animated. And I'd been in that. Um, and that's where I had met Jeff Loeb and Stan was around for some of that um, early days. But I, and I hung out with him a little bit and kind of geeked out almost to death. And so I was really thrilled to see him again here. And that day, I just remember everybody being obviously so aware that Stanley is there and it's a moving train. It's very like all the acting where you see there's the scenes where you see us, you know, running around this train and we're all a bit wobbly. That's real because that train is was very rickety. But and so we were a bit worried about Stan. He just came on. He was so slick. He had his women flanking him and was just like never said a line wrong. Ad libbed away. No, I thought what I liked about it, because at his heart, Stan loved to act. Yeah. <laughs> and his line was pretty simple. But by the end of it, and it's certainly in some tapes, he was like, to think that you would do something to <laughs> such a lovely girl. And prostitutes, you scamp, you cad. And, and just like gave me such a lecture that I was almost in tears and then stormed off. I was like, go Stan. <laughs> that I really wish I could see the outtakes of that one. Oh my gosh, they have to be somewhere. And now it's chaos. You know, we had our moment and there's a whole spy plot going on here with the, oh, feeling the old coffee cups. Oh, yes, that was such a good, um, this was the yeah, mid-season finale. You might be right. Oh, God, that's a huge hurts. one. Jumped How off that. They, um, oh, that looks like that was you, Clark. Did you it have to really roll was. around in the dust? Um, well, let's just say I, I did the last roll of that terrible fall <laughs> and the spectacular <laughs> My Stunt Double Dane, who does look a lot like me. Um, that might have been the one that took his back out. I get replaced by younger and younger stud people. <laughs> he me Dane got replaced them. by, they'd bring him in for the close shots, but poor Dane's back, I think took a beating on that, jumping out of the train. But was that real? This, Someone would actually jump out of that train? Yeah, did you see it? You should watch the episode, it just happened. <laughs> I know, but you just sort of think, oh, that was CGI in a crash mat. I had someone from the chat ask, was there actually someone on the top of the train? Or did they CGI that? Or was there a stunt person that? No, no, Ming was there, I think. It's such a blend of, she was on top of a train, it may have been moving slowly, they made it look faster. There's wires sometimes holding you so that you're safe. Um, <clears throat> and this is of course season one. So we were still doing a lot of stuff we probably shouldn't have been before the many, many injuries we would suffer from that <laughs> philosophy slowed us all down a bit by season seven. Yeah, oh, a really brutal knife fight to the death where, where Ward is just really pounding on this woman who yeah. in real life could have kicked any of our ass. Oh, well, yeah, she's putting up a good fight. I, I've forgotten how many, there were so many fights and trying to coordinate that in such a small space too. Ward was such a cool yeah. character. What a shame, mm -hmm. eh? No, I thought it was magnificent. He called me very sad when the big reveal happens later in this season, which God knows I won't spoil. Um, and I was like, this is the coolest thing that could ever happen. 
you got to be this heroic guy for a while and now you get to play the other side and there's a much deeper yeah. secret. I thought it was really magnificent. And that's an important thing to say too, is that you really, I, was, I mean, I say it to everybody that will listen and those that won't, you were just and are such a mentor to all of us. And my biggest memory true of season one is you sitting us all down before Ed. I remember exactly where we were on the like sort of cheap lunch tables and saying, listen, we all need to stick together because once this goes out, there's gonna be different pressures on different people and we all need to be a team in this. And I'm it's such it? a you said this to us. I, you know we you know I you don't did. remember this yeah, at you all. You do. You sat I'm not lying. And you were like, hey, this this is gonna be cool, but it could also be a bit scary and it could also be a bit uncomfortable. So come to me with any issues you have and let's let's just keep an open dialogue with each other. And it made our cast so cool and tight and just set the tone. And um it's that's just an example of Brett calling you being like, Oh my gosh, I'm 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 a baddie. And you've been like, hey, this is cool. This is great. I think, Clark, you have that presence, though, everywhere. I mean, as as S.H.I.E.L.D. like adjacent, you <laughs> had that you had that in my life as well. So like, yeah. I think that that's a, that's a Clarkism or it's a Clark, Clark, Clark effect. I, 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 if we're being honest here, I think Elizabeth will have to acknowledge that despite the vast differences in our ages, I am just as likely to call you and say, I'm really upset about this, help me. Because you've got such an, you've got one of the greatest hearts and moral centers of anybody I know. And I think if she thinks this is okay, it's probably okay. So, you know, we all, and that's really what the family became. I feel like at different times, people were a great sounding board because it was, we were going through a very odd thing. There was yeah. way too much pressure and visibility and expectation on the launch of this first attempt to try to do something that was going through the roof in the movies mm. um, on a small screen and an ABC network format, which yeah. in some ways it was far less suited to than the Netflix format would be. Right. Um, and uh, yeah. Was there a big, because um, had you sort of been through that in the, in the movies, was there a point when the movies came out that you felt things changing, that that you were this kind of cult figure in Marvel? Like, was there a moment that you, did it kind of? I mean, I, I, I mean, I was, I was there for Iron Man a bunch. And I just, when, you know, certainly you'd seen certain things like this in a Batman or Superman movie. Yeah. But to have a character that people didn't know very well, like Iron Man, have this incredible cast and to see what Robert Downey was doing, Gwyneth and Jeff Bridges and everybody. Um, and what John was really building there with, with uh, Kevin and the team is was really, a, you just knew like, okay, this, if this works, this is gonna be amazing. And, and then I went and saw an early screening where most of the visual effects were like animated. <laughs> and he, he still even knew you still even knew this was going to be something special. So no, I was very much just very lucky geek to be on the ride and thrilled that they keep kept putting me in more of them. And, you know, I certainly, when we were going into Thor, I thought, okay, the millionaire, the billionaire playboy philanthropists with the really cool suit, that's one thing. How are you going to do this with 
Odin's son, like, you know, with the hammer and the long hair. I don't, and then I, when I saw that work, I thought, oh, okay, this, <laughs> this could be something. Um, no, nobody was more shocked that they were, A, wanted to bring the character back than I, but also that they were gonna try to do this on TV. And, you know, I think that one of the other things that really brought our cast so closely together and our writers to a certain extent was it, it wasn't a good fit right out of the gates. There was too many secrets they had to keep for the larger cinematic universe, the Hydra reveal. Oh, oops. And, um, <laughs> and things like that. So that uh, it was, it was always, we were very, by the time the show started to work really at its peak and evolve, I think we were pretty tight. We'd become pretty tight by surviving the bumps. Yeah. Are you at the point where there's the hollow table? I feel yeah, like- Yeah, where me and Ward are doing that. So that fun. was actually oh, fun. Oh my gosh. I was yeah. laughing out loud on my own about that. I feel like there's hours of outtakes from that scene. It was, well, you know, cause you're just going, I go, Kopak, what do I do here? What am I seeing? It's like, say what? You're gonna see something like this, but you just do it and I'll build it around you. So then I'm like, shouldn't have said that my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, it was such a classic dad moment of, I can't work this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Some younger guy, help me work the, he's worse than I am. Oh, it was so, I think Brett really enjoyed having that comedy as well. Cause Ward is a pretty straight oh, yeah. lace he guy. And, so much. Yeah. He, he, I think he asked for like an you know, extra 11 comedic takes of that. <laughs> he did. And he was speaking to me and he was like, I've, I've got a few moves that I think I'm going to do. And what do you think this <laughs> and that? And it was just so, yeah. those, that's what Marvel does so well, isn't it? Like the little comedic moments in the middle of absolute like life or death. Yeah. It's why, it's why, it's why the template that they, they really built, it's certainly in the, in the comics to a certain extent, but the template they built Oh, come on, Ning on the incredible parachute. I know. Yeah, okay, so she might not have actually done that. Um, I think she was. She did, a, she did a kind of green screen version of it. Did I'm sure yank the hell out of her. Um, yeah. You know, that template. See, this is where this cool um, time jump thing here is that we, people think that things are disappearing, but really they're just, they keep getting knocked out. Yeah, it was time. so clever. I'd forgotten about all of this. And I feel like this is the first time we'd done- Did you see that? So, so May just held Coulson's pulse. And even though sleeping with Ward, <laughs> she, still a, she still did a very lovely moment of relief that I was alive. Hey, a little seed. Little, little foreshadowing. <laughs> I, I don't know how Ward got so much a cooler pose to pass out in than me. <laughs> What but that's also why Joss was such a great fit and Kenneth Branagh was such a terrific fit. Um, James Gunn, they've really found filmmakers, yeah. um, you know, to make it really, Ryan Coogler, who, who found the kind of funny touching moments in each yeah. of these really dramatic films. Yeah. Would you ever want to direct a Marvel movie? No, I'm too good for that. Yes. <laughs> 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 they keep yeah. asking me. Ugh. I mean, I was really proud of having directed a couple of episodes of the show until yours was the best one ever. Oh my God, as if. Yours are amazing. No. Oh man. She just looks good no matter what you do to her. I know. I know. Tally. 
come on, look at her. Dude, you're making a big mistake. Yeah. In another timeline, you're dead already. Um, <laughs> oh, she looks just, I've forgotten how. Um, they just like... posted a picture online of her at the Mulan premiere in, in 1998 and 2020. She looks younger now. It's younger crazy. now. There is I know. crazy witchcraft going I on I know, there. and we've seen her at 5 a.m. with no makeup and she looks incredible. It's bizarre. And that's typically after the uh, rap party is when we see her. It's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When we're all rolling around. I, will, I usually have gone home by then. I'll have to take <laughs> Often because midway through the rap party, she's laughing so loud it hurts my ears. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can tell if Ming's on set from three miles away because of her laugh. He just stabbed her in the shoulder. Oh, I'm 10 seconds behind still. Am I up to? Okay. Oh. Good to know that we're there. Maybe. It's such a great bit that Joss came up with that she's she, in the in the pilot. She's just like pushing files and doesn't want to be bothered, and she's got this game going on. I know. They, now they're back with me and Ward. Are we still trying to make the thing work? Oh no, we figured <laughs> it. Now we're seeing this again. There's Lola. Oh yeah. Okay. Right now I'm up to it. Um, how uh important were Colson's suits to you and how crazy was it when they just sort of started to go away like was that because you feel it feels like Colson gets a bit more chill like look at that open collar was it a um it was, this was undercover this was rare I mean so much of season one was the suits yeah the first time we kind of went in with the tack vest it was so freeing yeah <laughs> did you keep anything Clark did you uh snag anything from Seth no, Zach, what do you mean? Of course not. I wouldn't, <laughs> like I would take some suits or something or a badge or, oh, this suit. is actually a really good scene. This is a, this is again, this is some of the first inklings of the Felinda, like, excuse me, people. There's stitching to be done on my woman here. Yeah, but it's, he's so classy how he does, you know, you've got a very, uh, you know, you're taking care of her, but you guys are just on a different level. This is all business. There's no action where. Did they, how far ahead did you get storylines? Were you like us in terms of... They, didn't they would give me the story or... outline of the season right before it started. They'd show me the whole season. No, they didn't tell me... <laughs> God, I was playing it so cool. I was going to piss you off in retrospect. <laughs> um, um, they would tell me some stuff. Here's what's going to happen. They'd pull me in like once or twice people knew stuff before me. And I was not like, dude, not okay. dude, how did they know this huge thing before me? <laughs> Which was still, I didn't want to know too much, but it was just when Colson... When Colson knew stuff that Clark didn't know, that's when I would be like, wait, wait, I got to know what he knows. Sure, sure, he... sure. Yeah. But course. I actually found it hard, you know, <laughs> I found it harder to act stuff that um, that I already knew was coming. I liked yeah. some of the surprise. Which is different, right? Because one movie is obviously, you know, where you're going to get to and what happens in the end. And the same with theater that you've done a lot of. Is that, was that something you got used to as the show went on, or did you always like not knowing? Because at the start, I kind I found that really difficult not knowing, and then came to really love it because it felt a lot easier as an actor because you know what your character knows. Sometimes, if I'm watching a story, 
I'll watch the actor because I'll know the actor knows what's coming and I'll look for tells. <laughs> like this guy's still letting me know he's about to turn evil, you know? Um, and I feel like I could fall prey to that. There was some big problem in this scene. We're climbing up the train. It was really, <laughs> the train got stuck or something. I just remember it took hours. Yeah, um, didn't it stop in the wrong place? Or yeah, I remember there yeah, was some yeah. big drama with that. Um, was this a set? Must have been, right? You're not in the train now. No, I think this was, remember this was the, I was really confused by this scene. I didn't understand some part of this. I remember being kind of a diva, like, wait, no, I don't understand. Stop saying action. <laughs> this um, was the first one that we did the jumpy jump time situation. God, I mean, if we yes. gone back to season, if we could flash forward to season six and try and get, this was like our training to get around the timeline yeah. of season six. Um, wait, what was your question before this was about knowing stuff ahead? Yeah, if you found it, if, if, it, if it was a liberation to you as an actor in the end or whether you found it difficult. Well, I mean, the truth is sometimes, you know, the, the difficulty on, the difficulty on this, on, for the writers was that stuff they wanted to use was taken away at the last minute because it was going to be used by something in the cinematic. And so they'd have to kind of quickly start over. So definitely in the later seasons, there was things like, what's, I knew that there was a, that I was, there's a scene at the end of season four where Robbie Reyes goes, do you understand what you've done? Mm. Do you understand what you've done by becoming Ghost Coulson, Coulson writer? There's a debt to pay. And I was like, yes, I understand. Don't mention this to anybody else. And I had said, I had to get, I think Jeff Bell came to have Jeff and Jed and I was like, what, what is the, what is the debt? What have I just done? I, I need to know what I'm just kind of nine to. And they were kind of, we think we know it's roughly this, we cannot really say. Wow. And that part. And, yeah. and later I would find out it's because it was such a big reveal in season five that that was going to come due. And I don't think, you know, in some cases they hadn't, they had a soft idea of what it would be, but they didn't want to, they were very careful and, and to my opinion, a little wary of letting us get too attached to something as they explained it in case they went a different way or had to go a different way. Yeah. But that meant that, oh, you just got paralyzed. I really don't like that. Um, I remember feeling so vulnerable filming this because obviously it's Chloe and Ian and I've just got whatever they do, I cannot blink. I just have to stay very still. <laughs> you know, if you talk to anyone else who ever does a show like this or even one of the movies, a lot of times you go, isn't it fun to do the powers? <laughs> isn't it fun to do the thing where you're like, okay, a giant lizardy creature is jumping <laughs> your face it has huge fangs and we're going to push in on tight on your face and go and you go <laughs> and your first impulse is to kind of go like ah. and they're like if you don't commit you know, so you end up doing that thing that's the one of the hardest things you have to fully yeah. go for it so the kookier yeah. poor chloe wow yeah Try. i know oh, here's my i'm gonna quake your <laughs> and it only works if you commit it 100%. only works if you go a thousand percent yeah i love when he shoots people he's cold-hearted disgusting 
Um, He's so funny in this episode. This is. I feel like everybody got a chance to have fun I can't in this episode. Believe we did this. This is so long ago. I know. It was um, fun pairings. I remember Chloe feeling being really happy that she was with Ian and it was just like a nice kind of mix up of people. And we, of course, we all get to go to Italy. We all <laughs> went to Italy, yeah, via Philamore. 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 I'm getting a lot of uh, requests for you to do an American accent because uh, Ian did one, Will. Can you can you do a uh, for American me to do accent? an American accent? No. Which kind would you like? Oh, I like that. <laughs> I've never heard you do. <laughs> oh, if only I could do one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd work so much. <laughs> I remember being having so many American accent lessons at this point in my career, and the show I booked with Zach where we met it was in America and I remember being so excited because all these you know you pay hundreds of dollars for these lessons and they were paying off and then I booked this and I was like are you do you want to hear it in my American accent I said absolutely not no 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 it would be British la 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 and then I remember being like oh I'm so happy to get this show but what a waste of my American accent lessons I know I was oh, watching The Crown the other night, and uh, afterwards I was, you know, talking to the Postmates guy delivering my. <laughs> Is this my poke? <laughs> cheers, cheers, mate. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Why is he doing that? Oh, God. Boy, yeah, Postmates right. people and any delivery, the Amazon delivery guy, I keep him at the door for like 10, 15 minutes. Just nice to see a person. Because <laughs> you're lonely, just to have an interaction. <laughs> Some interaction. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to Zoom? Why I Zoom every Sunday. I sent you the link. Oh. This place was gorgeous. Remember here? It was um, wasn't it in Malibu? I feel like this was like a whole different yes, this was like it felt like we didn't we pick this up during another episode or no? I feel like Gary Brown was directing this and it, but he didn't direct this episode, so I'm not sure. Maybe it was second yeah. unit, a bunch of it. Oh, this was that big, yeah, there, where was this? This wasn't that place, because I drove past the, the big mansion where Chloe jumped off it into the pool. Oh, into the oh, yeah. In the red dress. Yes. Um, yeah, I know the other day. This, feel like, this feels like we're, we're, we, something happened shooting at this place. Different order. Of this, this, remember what happens at the end of this episode? Yes. Oh my gosh, I cried. I just remembered. I have to watch this show again because the great thing is my memory's so bad, I won't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's how I feel. Um, it's very, it's, uh, this, th this episode is so good. I feel like- A lot happens. A lot happens. And I think the show got a lot of flack for its first like four or five episodes. And actually, this is such a great show. This episode is amazing. Yeah, it's Big amazing. reveal coming up. I'm about to put the Zoom link in the chat. At this point, Clark, at the, when the episode's finished, I'm going to invite a couple of people into the Zoom to ask a question. So I'm putting the Zoom link into the chat. Are there any um, burning questions on the chat, Zach? Oh, it's Jay August. Oh, Jay. Uh, oh, fuck Jay. Uh, there's a lot of questions. I mean, there's been throughout if Clark is coming back to the MCU at any point. That's, I, 
I'm in the, this is me in the MCU right now. I'm zooming <laughs> up the MCU. I'm saving it. Um, I have no idea. There is, there's technically not really an MCU unless Loki's shooting a show right now. Most everything's kind of shut down. So I don't know. I wish I don't. Uh, I just, I feel like I've had so many of these situations with UCG where you're like, honestly, I have no idea. I've no, I don't know. I don't know. And then I, I just, I never believe you. And often you are telling the truth, but I will just never believe you. Henry was like that with me through almost the entire show. <laughs> Are we coming back? And I was like, I don't know. Henry, no one tells me anything. And he was like, come on, man, please. How long have we been working together? I was like, Henry, I don't know. <laughs> he always thought I knew everything. <laughs> I would say I appreciate it. I was like, come on. You know, oh, man, you know. he, was, he was all burned up, but he wasn't death like <sighs> yet. Oh, no. Oh, was he, he was a prisoner. Did he betray her? Oh, they were starting to give him stuff yes he was with oh Mike. i know and that makeup took what did we had we i think he said it took like five hours five six hours was that denise because we had denise paul and uh, katie carroll on here cg yeah and they were telling us about the um the makeup for this oh my i mean God. i've never done one of those i had to do like an hour for captain marvel oh really i i i, I even so, I couldn't do it. It was just I wasn't didn't have the patience. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, that's pretty cool. Come on. Come on. What? No, look at this. That's I'm telling you, this episode, this show is really good. You know. Well, season yeah. one, season. Yeah. I'm gonna grab Netflix. my charger because my um, <laughs> like I keep having to go, but my my computer's about to run out of battery. Talk amongst yourself. Get your get your power cable. Can you ask? Clark Any other questions, Zach? Yeah. Other. Let's let's see. There's there's tons on here. Um, do you have a specific episode that you remember filming that was your favorite? I have I have a lot of them, honestly. I have a lot of them. Um, this is thirteen. I there's one. I think it's the end of one eleven. Unless I'm crazy, one eleven. Um, where sky comes and saves him when he's being kind of interrogated and tortured by reyna because at the end it, his team that nobody believed in but him had actually saved the day and saved him and there was a moment where we kind of were standing there and we also had kind of come the show was starting to really find its way a bit and we were kind of life and art came together and there was this great moment of us as a team and a cast there that i really loved um and also, I think the first one I got to direct, that was really special. The yeah. way people showed up to let me play with them. That was a crazy episode as well. Because weren't we, wasn't that Cassius and um, like the two different worlds? Was that the first one you did? He just shot her. <laughs> this is, I took my breath away. I had completely forgotten all of this. Clark, and how this did... How did you deal with, we've talked a lot to this whole thing about the pressure of season one yeah. and like how basically everyone felt it. How did you like process it and sort of take that on? Or did you feel pressure? Oh yeah. Uh, I felt tremendous pressure. I felt tremendous pressure because I felt kind of like, oh, I've got an Amazon guy. Thanks, just leave it, sir. Um, He's like, are we not chatting today? What happened to our... Oh, I know, he's a little let down. I'll catch up tomorrow. 
<laughs> Love you too. <laughs> My puppies. Okay, Luz, thank you so much. Watch, puppy. Um, yeah, I felt a huge amount of pressure because so far everything that Marvel had touched had worked so spectacularly well. And, and it wasn't clear whether we were going to for a minute. And, um, and uh, I felt responsible for everybody. I felt responsible, like I felt like it was me. I was supposed to be the one carrying it. It's my first time carrying a show. So I thought, if this doesn't work, look no further. We know what the problem is. But also, um, I felt, you know, you got 200 people there, 300 who have jobs all of a sudden. And, you know, you want their families to be okay. I, I took one way too much more than I could have, so much so that, um, I mean, I think like three or four episodes in, I would have pressed things. Somebody said, what do you think about the fact that the real, real geeks, real fans, real fans have given up on the show already? And I was like, and I spoke before I thought. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, well, those aren't real fans. Those aren't real geeks. And I was like, oh God. And I just, the, the hate that came at me for that one. But I was really just felt protective of my friends. And one, I was like, you know, a Marvel fan would give us a little chance to prove what we can do with this show. And, you know, yeah, honestly. I think that's fair. I mean, and also it's frustrating because you knew a turn was coming and that these episodes are great and all the reasons that writers get tied up having to fit in with the movie timeline and oh, this, this whole scene is so cool. That scenes that's like so this cool. are coming up that you... Um, you know, Colson. I, I remember the train and stuff, but good lord, what a fantastic episode! So many Isn't turns, it? so yeah. many turns. I know a lot of people I know online are saying that, um, that uh, oh, yeah, this is heavy, um, so heavy. Is it hard uh, to, um, like hold a gun up to someone's head like that? I mean, I know it's all pretend, but guy, he just shot Sky. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, but yes. Um, oh, wow, how cool. Oh gosh, I mean, just so good. Um, I love it that you did all that and then I ran upstairs and I remember saying- Oh God, this, is so, this so upset me. Yeah, I did it. Oh. Um, all that makeup too, making her look like she's dying. Yeah. Um, I cried watching this and I, you know, forgotten you know, and you like, obviously it's not real, but it was such a moment that the whole team came together and. I mean, I don't think any of us this close. No, you had almost died in six. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. But this is, I think the later the episodes go on and the more that we kind of bond as a cast. And also this is, I don't know, this is Sky. This is like, she's finding yeah. out who she is and. It's so crazy to see how far that character has come. I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, to go back to what we were saying, we cared so much. Yeah. I feel like it's one of the things I'm most proud about. We never, never started phoning it in, which wouldn't matter what. Yeah. No matter how confused we felt or whatever. This, <laughs> you know, it says a lot about the people that um, Joss and Jed and Mo and Jeff and everybody cast is the people we're gonna, they were just gonna give it everything they had. And I think it's the reason it hung around for 
135, 136, something like that. I always say like, oh, we did a thousand because it just feels so, I remember when we got to a hundred, it feels like we did so much after that, but I think you're right. I think it's 130 something. But that's also down to you though, Clark, because you would, you would make sure everybody felt happy before we were going to shoot. Because as a, as you do in the day, you come in, you do a blocking, you do a read through as the actors in the set, and then you do a blocking, and then you come to shoot it. And you would always make sure at blocking, where it was just the actors and the director, that everybody was happy. And that was every single season, every single scene you were in, you would check if, if is everybody happy before we carry on. Because once the crew get in there, it's much harder to say, oh, hang on a second, I'm just gonna let 200 people wait while I figure out this line. Um, that's very kind. That's done Thank you. I feel like you do the same. Everyone does the same. But it's also, it's the balance. It's a really tricky thing. The first five seasons of this doing 22 episodes, I don't know how much they'll, if a show will be done like this. Yeah. 22 episodes. Yeah. Again, maybe. I don't know. It, it feels now I don't understand how we did it. And yeah. In terms of there's so much to accomplish in a week. Yeah. Nine days. Yeah. And to, to be able to say, whoa, slow, whoa, whoa. It's just like the train episode. I need to pull that thing yeah. because I don't know what I'm doing and it will, this will bring it all down. Yeah. And to recognize when someone else is having one of those moments that they're not a problem, they're a possible solution. Yeah. And luckily we had good directors and Gary and bosses who, you know, really would listen to that. Yeah. This episode just has so much in it. Oh, look. Gosh, the start of the hyperbaric chamber. Ah! This is a tag, I have no idea. Oh, this is so sad. Oh, Always watching his kid. Yeah. Gosh, I mean, doing all that just with one eye as well you know he's emoting so much and he's only got one eye because remember this earlier the, I'm sure the centipede they were doing that thing with the eye implants where yes. people had to obey or be killed yeah Reggie. yeah here it is oh yeah oh jay is just so he's just such a soulful actor yeah he is yeah, yeah. Oh, and his hand. Oh my God. Deathlock. Oh, snap. So good. It's such a good reveal. Structurally, that's one of my most favorite episodes. I thought it was so smart how they did all that. Let's watch another one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to invite a couple people in to get their question. Oh, I just feel the pressure of who to pick. This waiting room filled up quicker than it has ever filled up ever. It was like one second and then everybody is. There's a ton of people in the chat. Is there, did you guys prefer um, shooting on the stages or location? Location was exciting and did so much of your work when it was a really cool set, but it was also exhausting and harder to get work done because there were so many things out of your control. So you'd be 
really dying to go on location when you were at the sound stages for too long. And then when you were, <laughs> and then when you were on location for a couple of days, you go, God, get me back to the sound stages. <laughs> oh, here we go. Hi, August. Do you have a question? Oh, you can't speak. Okay, I you just hang he, out. He said, hi, guys. He's, he put it in the chat. He said, hi, guys. I said, oh, hi, guys. Go. Oh, it's Have you been captured by Hydra? Oh, everybody's sleeping. Um, and he's in that's Moscow. That's code for Hydra. <laughs> oh, you're in Moscow. That's so cool. Okay, so the question is, um, I like the first season mostly for its humor. Everything is so light and funny. What was the most funny moment on stage you experienced filming the first season? Clark. Elizabeth. <laughs> I feel like, well, in this episode, watching you guys do that table, the hologram table, I feel like that was a very funny day on set. The other, for me, the ones I found hardest not to laugh was when it was Chloe, me and Ian, or when Chloe was doing her training, when Sky was doing her training. And that we had to, uh, th those were just very hard scenes. I think any scene with Chloe and Ian in it for me is very difficult in season one to keep a straight um, It's a toss up for me. One of the ones I laughed the hardest at was in a, I think it was episode four where with Chloe's hacker boyfriend yeah, where we captured her there or something and Ward was in the kitchen searching for stuff and I think even though he was essentially off camera we couldn't get a takeout because Brett was ransacking the place <laughs> so loud we finally had to go you can mine it you can mine it Either that or the terrible pranks. And I don't get this right, but somebody filled somebody's trailer with snow, fake snow. Yes, I think that was a car. I think it was- No, was it Chloe's, Chloe's car? Chloe filled, no, Chloe filled Ian's trailer with snow. Then he filled her- Her car? But was it then it ended up where Chloe thought she had won and then she was getting a lot of weird honks around town. Yes. And he discovered that Ian had had props make the most not safe for work license plate yes. in the history of the world. <laughs> and that she'd been driving around Los Angeles with it. <laughs> um, you know, I've got to give a shout out today. David Prowse died, who was the embodiment, the physical embodiment of Darth Vader. Oh, yes. So in our oh. world. We'll dedicate that. Yeah. Pouring out a little shield label beer for, for Darth. Yes, yes, of course. Take a shot to him. Um, thank you, August. I think I think I'm saying your name wrong, maybe. Is it August or August? August? Anyway, well, greetings, greetings from here, London to Moscow. How cool is that? Yeah, very cool. Bless you, okay. I'm going to, um, April coming it's in. It's April. Who I also recognize from being on here a bunch. And then we'll get everybody in. Oh my gosh, April. Hi. 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 How are you? Good, I've returned. Uh, what is your question? Um, well, first off, I want to say Jessica was out for a while this morning. Uh, Jessica the <gasps> spider. Oh my God, Jessica <sighs> the spider. She's normally very shy, but she was out and about. And I was very out excited to see her. Oh. <laughs> um so i did have a question on um on this episode yes. so when you guys filmed uh you and brett jumped off like the train or jumped off the train and then 
in your scene of it, it pretty much continued almost instantaneously. Like you guys just kept going, but then it had the other scene of Ming coming in while you guys were frozen. Did you film it all at one and then editing just kind of chopped it up or did you film a couple takes of it? Yes, this is one of those ones where I was like, I'm sorry, I, what? What happens now? And I was trying to understand the segmenting of time in different stages at that location, we shot all the pieces in a pretty quick succession in terms of, and I was I was really disappointed stupidly and was getting yelled at because I was like, no, no, wait, I can jump off this train. How fast is it gonna be going? And they were they were like, we have, we have uh, eight, eight more episodes to go. <laughs> um, uh, so, we, so we did that then later, the second unit would come back and actually have Dane and, and the other gentleman jump off the actual train and then and so we would we did one thing where we were kind of rolling into it and then lying in our positions and once they had our positions in would come ming and and um do that thing and kind of really lovingly touch my pulse <laughs> and it went up it went up when she did that people sorry um yeah does that answer your question <laughs> yeah yeah uh, thank those, you those things are often all split up aren't they of like different but it was all daylight dependent so you have to get it done in the same day at least or at least in daylight yes the daylight dependent of it all when you're shooting outdoors we're suddenly you're like oh my gosh this is amazing we have to stop yeah. at sunset <laughs> and if it's winter it's like, it could be it. five o'clock this is the greatest thing ever and then you realize you're going to do just as much work twice as fast yeah exactly it's almost worse when it's sunnier though because then you have to deal with shadows because like when so, I was filming yeah. outdoors for my mini shoots, it was always like, please be overcast. Exactly, for the natural you diffusion. Want the shade, yes. Actors love a bit of shade as well. Thank you for your question, April. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna let a bunch of people in. Clark, CG, the main man, Mr. Cole. We got six more minutes left. What are you doing? Do we have to stop now? No, we don't. Shall I get someone else in? Usually I just do two. You still two. This um, is the only people I'm going to see for a week. <laughs> <laughs> you just missed Amazon, so. We've got Sean coming in. Oh my gosh, hi, Sean. Do you have a question? Yeah, actually, um, well, thank you so much for doing this. You guys are my favorite show. Clark, it's funny that you did the, the shaka because I'm from Oahu, Hawaii, um, and that's pretty much all that we do here. <laughs> um, so it means kind of just like take it easy, hang loose, um, that's kind of just how our culture is here. So pretty much every photo that we do, we're always throwing that up. So thank you for doing that. Is it cool that I'm doing it? I don't want to be involved in no, it. No, you're doing it. Yeah, no, you're doing it correct. Appropriation. No, 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 you're doing, <laughs> you're doing it correctly. Um, <laughs> I wanted to ask what iteration of Colson was your favorite to play? Because you were Colson for so many seasons and then you had to do Sarge and then you had to jump into... LMD Colson, did, did you have a, a, a preference on which one you, you enjoyed playing the most? It's a really good question. All right, man, good to see you. No, <laughs> I don't, it's really, at, at the, I don't wanna do a cop-out answer. I think there was something really magical about season one, this poor guy trying to figure out why his memories aren't adding up to the reality that's around him and these haunting nightmares and kind of suddenly discovering he, he he discovers this new team and becomes a family just in time to realize that he was brought back to life and shouldn't be here that was really cool but then you know sarge was so nice to be evil or kind yes. of just just consciousness uh 
And that's it after being starched season seven to get to kind of be like, oh my gosh, I have some slight powers here. And to also have be back feeling much more like OG Colson than he ever thought he would. That was really freeing to go out that way. That might've been my favorite. Yeah, that, that was my favorite. Um, I was able to get the suit that you wore in the LMD reactivation on the prop store. So I'm excited for that to come. I'm going to start showing up at cons and seeing people wearing literally my wardrobe. Aren't yeah, I? exactly. <laughs> I know. Wow. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. You guys are awesome. This is, um, thank you. Thanks yeah. for watching. Oh, oh, it's, and I'm glad that it's on Netflix so that everyone can enjoy all seven seasons right now. That's so thank you. cool. How awesome. Well, thank you guys for your questions. Clark, you are just the No, it's oh 157. It's 157. <laughs> Would you got to be somewhere? Where do you have to be? Take one more time. question. Okay, come on. Sarah's coming in, unless somehow it kicks them unless out. Unless you don't want to. I mean, I'm sorry. It's your show. This <laughs> is the problem. Now you're remembering the bad part of working with me. Yeah, it just like, takes oh my the gosh, she never goes home. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Hi. Oh my God, I'm, I'm all of a sudden. I'm looking at Zach. Am I doing something wrong? Which is always nice. How do I switch to-, to um, Oh, Gary. hey. Yay. Do you Hi, have a Sarah. question, Sarah? I do. First of all, I would be remiss without saying, I just thank you so much for doing these lives every week. They're so cool and they're so much fun. I'm a film student and these feel like free masterclasses every week, just getting to hear different departments and everything. It's it's really so exciting. So thank you so much. Oh, that's um, so lovely of you. Thank my you. My question is, is there a process that you guys kind of like have to go through for yourself when it comes to like approaching a character for an episodic series like S.H.I.E.L.D. as opposed to a movie? Or does it become kind of like second nature falling into the pattern of the character after a while? Good question. So good, in fact, Lil. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it goes back for me a little bit what we were saying before about not having the full picture of the character. That I, as somebody that really enjoys a list and enjoys writing down everything that happens and knowing a structure, I struggled with at the start of, the, of S.H.I.E.L.D. because the writers didn't know, you know, it was all quite loose of like exactly what they would write for your character and they write to our strengths. And so I found that at first quite uh, difficult and then later a bit more freeing. So I think I approached it with just the material I had at hand. And for me, it's all, all comes from the script, but I had to be okay with not knowing everything about her story. Cause I could make up a backstory saying, oh, she, you know, her dad died. And then in episode six, it's like, oh, her dad's actually alive because, you know, so um, I don't know if I'm really answering your question, but I think it was just creating a character from what I had in front of me and then being flexible to go, oh, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> this is a new side term that I didn't know. Um, so from, I guess this is unusual, this show in that, this was a character who had been in uh, you know, a supporting role in five movies by then. But still, if you're a supporting character, you're kind of trying to figure out who you are based on 10, 15 pages, a couple of allusions, maybe what you can find out from the writer or director, as opposed to Robert, who gets to look at you know, 300, 400 comics. And I mean, I do remember early in, in Iron Man, um, Jeremy, Jeremy Latcham from Marvel handed me a fantastic greatest hits of S.H.I.E.L.D. And even though Coulson wasn't one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. characters, it gave me a lot to go on. 
But as, as Elizabeth said, um, every week in a TV show, you get a, a little bit of a flip book and it'll, very often you'll come to an episode, you go, oh, I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, my dad was a history teacher and the writers on the show are, are making different choices. For, it's very much what Joss and all the writers in the movies would take a little bit and kind of go, oh, he's like this. Or, oh, he's a, he's a fanboy. He's been collecting cap cards. Of course he is. Oh, he's the most awkward fanboy ever. He's embarrassing himself so badly in front of Cap. And I related to, to all of that. So most series, it's a similar thing where people are just going off their 10 or 12 slides in the pilot and, and then gradually stuff gets filled in. But I think a lot of times there's a back and forth to it. I think um, our writers would say this where they will take stuff not necessarily from traits they see in the actor playing it, but also things they think, oh, that actor would be, would play this amazingly well. And you, you definitely, I think, would write stuff that you want to see those actors play. Does that answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. That's so awesome. Where are you studying film? Um, I'm in Connecticut. So. so cool. Is it all virtual right now? Yeah, we're, I'm finishing up the semester. It's all like completely online now. So we just did like a little series of short films for our semester. Well, that's so cool. What was yours about? Still, are you still getting something out of it? Is it so rewarding? It is actually, it's really cool to kind of, it, it was really frustrating in the beginning. We have, we got green screen sent to all of us and we're all like filming remotely. And um, it, it was frustrating, but it was, it was definitely really cool learning um, how to do it just completely remotely. Totally. Well, I mean, you can do it now. You're looking at two out-of-work actors who have a fair amount of green screen experience. <laughs> so when it comes for, you know, thesis time, let us know. Absolutely. <laughs> You've got the Zoom link now, so, you know, hit us up. Um, hit us right. Up. <laughs> hit us up. Is that what the kids say? Am I cool? Oh, no. <laughs> it's him, you. keep trying. <laughs> Come on, come on. Oh, thank you, Sarah, for your question. That was so cool. Best of luck. And, um, you know, don't forget us, employers, you know. <laughs> you we'll me. bring our own costume. <laughs> you say film student, I say future employer. Yes, come on. Let's get your ring light on. Um, Clark, you're just the best. Thank you you're for the doing best. this. You Hit have created. Hit me up, yeah, like. I'll give you my IMDb link and stuff. I love you. And my, my dream one day is to reappear on Live live with Lil? What is it? <laughs> live with Lil. Live, it should really be Live with Zill because Zach is on every week yeah. with his headset and the live yes. chat king that he is. Uh, and bringing a lot to the party. And I'm going to go now because I'm pretty sure that Amazon package was my <laughs> leopard print jacket. <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? You'll be ready for next time. I'm going to bring in um, the people in the chat. We're going to wave goodbye and then um, I'll end it. So it'll be like just a couple minutes of chaos waving at loads of people. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Da -da -da -da. Here we go. I hope this works. Yes. Oh, yes, here we go. Hi, everyone. Oh, I just didn't want that to end, even though it seemed like I did, seen as I kept saying, <laughs> you know, trying to sign off, I guess. But I just, oh, I just can't get over how generous Clark is always and with his time on a Sunday because he just loves talking to 
fans and the people that have supported us and fellow comic book fans also that he there were just so many questions I wanted to ask him and one of them I wanted to talk more maybe about his about his love of comic books like he is a true comic book fan and what that was like you know now being such a massive part of the Marvel world and universe but alas there was just never enough time but he did say at the end that he would come on again he's just been so supportive of these live with Lils and um oh, he's just the best hope you enjoyed that episode thank you for listening along welcome to the outro half of the tros couple of things I forgot to read out any reviews so I'll read out a little review and I will answer some reddit questions so let's get through as many as we can snoo bunny 736 says in your opinion who had the most nerve-wracking scene you and Clark working with Stan Lee, Ming-Na walking on the moving train and hanging from her hands, Ian DeCastica doing an American accent, or Chloe Bennett crawling on the floor dying. Gosh, here's the thing, so much happened in this episode. I think this might be one of my favourite episodes. This, It's so good. And the structure of it, the forward and back in time, and oh my gosh, I had a bit of everything. Okay, so let's go through your list, Snoo Bunnies. I didn't find working with Stanley nerve-wracking. I found it more exciting and I thought it was just such a fun scene to be doing it with, role-playing that Coulson was my dad and he was sleeping with prostitutes. I mean, that's just a fun scene. So I wouldn't say that was that nerve-wracking. Ming-Na when walking on the moving train and hanging from her hands. I found that nerve-wracking to watch. I feel like Ming just does that in her sleep. Ian DeCastica doing an American accent. I think that's probably the most nerve-wracking. Chloe Bennett crawling on the floor dying. I suppose Skye hasn't had as much trauma as she did in this episode. But I think, you know, Chloe can crawl on the floor dying with the best of them. I am going to go for C, Ian DeCastica doing an American accent. Because I think there is something really nerve-wracking about doing an American accent in front of Americans when your character hasn't really done that before. I remember for (laughs) for ages afterwards, we just say to each other, big portions, because that was part of his line. So yeah, it was nerve wracking for a reason, because then we all just took the mickey, as we would say over here, or teased Ian for that line. So, and he, I'm sure he knew that was coming. So I'm going to go for C, Ian DeCastica doing an American accent was the most nerve wracking scene in that episode. Okay, Agent Eddie. Since Simmons prepares herself in detail for undercover missions, which methods are important to you to get into character, regardless of whether it is dialogue-rich or emotional scenes? Oh, Eddie, what a great question. What methods are important to me? Well, I start as an actor and director. Everything starts with the script, so I treat it like a, a mystery to be solved and all the clues are in the script. So I think... Having a good script is the most important thing. Learning my lines is also super important because once you know your lines top to bottom, inside out, then you can stop thinking about them and your brain doesn't have to be in the equation and just your instincts can take over. So that would be my first method. I suppose really delving into the script, breaking it down, what my character wants, what they're trying to do, 
And also where the scene fits in with the episode and the story arc, because you've got to understand as an actor what your scene is meant to be doing. You know, are you, do you have to move the storyline along? Are you, have you earned moments of emotional kind of payback and indulgence in a way? So it's also seeing structurally what the purpose of the scene is to the greater story as well. I wonder if that answered your question, Eddie. Smitten says, did you do any improvisation in your you and your prostitute scene with Colson, or was everything scripted? <laughs> everything was scripted. Yep. Beautiful words written by Lauren LaFranc and Rafe Judkins. As we mentioned in the live, Stan Lee did do quite a lot of improvisation. But no, our lines were all scripted. As far as I remember, I mean, we all know my memory. Thomas, what was it like to shoot the same sequence so many times? And did you get flashbacks when doing 709? Oh, yes, definitely. How many days did you guys spend on that train? Shooting the same sequence so many times as an actor, you just get used to it. Some are harder than others. Emotional scenes are harder just because you have to stay in a certain state. But we're used to it. And Yes, doing 709, that was a real head spinner for how many times that we did it. How many days did you guys spend on that train? I think three. What was it like to see Ming and Chloe in their close to death makeup? Oh gosh, it made me cry. Yeah, it upsets me. Love my captain. Does track stand for anything? My best guess was totally rad adventure containing killing scenes. <laughs> Can you confirm or deny? Oh my gosh, how brilliant. I cannot confirm or deny, but that would be my vote. Sophia, if you can recall, what were the hardest and easiest scenes to shoot in this episode? What was your favourite? I'd say the easiest scene to shoot was the one with Clark and Stanley, just because it was such a dream come true and it was so fun and it was just felt like such movie magic. We were on a moving train in the middle of nowhere and my character, we were undercover spies. I mean... I was just pinching myself. So I would say that was the easiest because it was just a dream come true. The hardest, the hardest was when I was shot with the night-night-esque gun that sort of paralyzed me in a state of sleep because I had to not blink and not laugh as Chloe and Ian were laying me down and propping me up and closing my eyes and talking about me. That was really hard to keep a straight face. Thank you so much for the Reddit questions. I'm going to read out some reviews. Gosh, how am I going to go to sleep now? It's half past 10 here and I've got work tomorrow and I am just buzzing like a little bee. Hi, as a little kite. Right. Oh, which one should we get? So many lovely reviews. Thank you so much for your reviews. They really do help people find us and also I love reading them. <laughs> um... Oh gosh, oh gosh. Oh. oh, which one to pick? I mean, I suppose I can do a few. Okay, let's do a few. Discover the jackpot here. Amazing podcast done here by Miss Elizabeth Henstridge. Oh, I love that, Miss Elizabeth Henstridge. I just discovered it today and I love her positivity and the love she has for the show. Oh, I do have a love. Is it an obsession? Hmm. Honest, that was me, Elizabeth. That was me, Miss Elizabeth Henstridge, not Anna Grace B, who wrote this review. She goes on to say, honestly, she seems like such a ray of sunshine. Aw. And it's so amazing that she includes us into these podcasts as well as answers questions from the show. I love hearing the behind the scenes stories with her castmates. I just listened to 102084 with special guest Brett Dalton. Such fond memories of behind the scenes and from set. Can't wait to hear more from her. And it would be amazing to meet her in real life. Anyways, keep up the amazing work. 
Anna, thank you for your review. I wonder if you're listening in order, in which case it's going to be a while before you hear this. I'm very excited for that. Do send us an email when you hear it. Maddie says, love this podcast. I'm a massive fan of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and of Elizabeth. And so this podcast is a joy to listen to. I love the idea of the live watch alongs, but I don't always get a chance to watch them. Having them in podcast form is wonderful because I can listen along while cleaning or working on different tasks. Oh, love the tasks. So Simmons of you. They are so fun to listen to and are fantastic for anyone interested in the television and film industry from Maddie. Thank you so much, Maddie. Okay, I'm going to get to one more. Ashley says, the fandom content getting me through. Lil, thank you so much for taking this on for all us fans. Your live YouTube videos came right when things were starting to look bleak and the novelty of my sourdough starter had worn off. Oh my gosh, I love that. Thank you for brightening our lives with the lives and the podcast. I love listening to this on Monday mornings while I get ready for work. I am not a morning person, but it's easier for me to get motivated when I have something fun to listen to. I have so much more to say, but I'll be sending you an email as well to keep from spamming the reviews. Oh my gosh, spam away the reviews. Thank you so much. What a gorgeous thing to say, Ashley. Gosh, you guys light up my life. I love doing them. And I'm so glad you like watching them and listening to them. And yeah, I hope this can be a resource if you do want to go into the film industry, TV industry, and also just a resource for life. Hopefully bringing some joy and positivity. Like Ashley was saying, what could be maybe bleak times, but, you know, we're all in this together. So I'm, I'm glad, Ashley, that this is helping a little bit. And I'm glad, Maddie that you are getting your tasks done and hey happy monday morning if you're listening to this thank you for being here everyone i will see you next week for another brilliant episode well a brilliant episode of agents of shield i'm hoping that this was a brilliant episode of live with lol and next week will be brilliant too i wonder if my accent's getting stronger i wonder if you can hear me because i can only hear i hear half of myself in my head and the other half outside my head because my left ear is blocked anyway i don't know if we want to get into all my personal ailments but you know tune in next week to find out what's going on then hey i am so glad you were here as we enter our teenage years ah i'll see you next week Wait, 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 wait. I'll speak to you next week. Right? Because I don't really see you, but I see you, you know? Okay, see ya. <laughs> <laughs>